T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. What are we supposed to do? The world is such a mess, and everybody's lying to us. Frank in Middletown, let's give it another try, sir. Uh, I'm, I'm here. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Okay, so, you know, Alex Jones is, has his right to speak. Alex Jones has his right to speak. You and other media people make him pertinent. He's not pertinent to anything. Not pertinent. Uh, especially things that you've been talking about today. You and I have had a... Uh, congruent conversation about police and police kinds of things. You, yeah. you, you must have... Max Zabar said bureaucracy is an iron cage. Ooh, I like that. Who said that? No. Max Zabar. W-E-B-E-R. Zabar. Just mm-hmm. for a record, I have a master's degree in sociology. So just for the record, you you continue to stay inside the cage. You throw stuff out, but you don't make a you don't make a change. You don't incite a change to do things. You I agree with you. You listen to everything that you should because you're a radio host and exactly what you do. But you are exactly what. Max Zabar would have said about you being in the iron cage. So how do I uh, break out? I don't know that. I don't know that. I wrote a paper. I wrote a paper. Of, I wrote a paper about bureaucracy, and that's how I got my master's degree. But mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to make you mad. No, I'm not but, getting mad. It's interesting. No, no. But it, but no. I, I do think that your primary focus is being on WTIC, making money, selling ads, blah, 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 making sure you have a good uh, network, all that. That's inside Fra- Frank, if you can wait, we, we have to go to a break, but uh, I'll let you continue if you can hang around for a couple of minutes. 860-522-9842. Always looking to uh, turn the corner and find more efficacy in my communications. 
So uh, that includes having Mark Christopher come from the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center to fill us in on the ride home, Mark. All right, Todd. Thank you very much. Eff- efficacy. Not an easy two apps, to I believe. Yes, I believe you're You've right. You've got to give up two of them if you want to get that <laughs> word. It's got a good score if you put the F on the triple letter. All right. I like that. I liked it. Efficacy. <laughs> Can't say it. It's the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. Bureaucracy is an iron cage. I love that quote comes to us courtesy of Frank in Middletown. So, um, do you have any other thoughts for me? It sounded like you were going somewhere good. Frank Zabar wrote about bureaucracy Mm -hmm. his whole life. So, bureaucracy is a thing. It is an entity. So, go ahead. Now, so, how do you get out of the bureaucracy? Nobody's figured that out yet. Maybe you could. <laughs> I I have I have uh, in my uh, thesis have said ways to do that, mm-hmm. but none of them have worked. So I don't know. But you have the audience. I th- I believe that you have the intellect that uh, could spark a bird feeder outside of the. Uh, iron cage and make people dip into other things i'm i'm game tell me what it is that's what i'm you know know that's what i'm working on but if you you get any ideas let me know oh okay so you but you have an audience and you have i'd like to think you have integrity but i'm not positive about that well, but, you just got to stick with me and watch. But everything I'm doing no, no, but I is. I do think that 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 when you, if you stay with people, mm-hmm. and purport people to be outside of the iron cage, as people that you support and people that you would talk to and people that you want to be around, that helps. Okay. Any suggestions for who those people are? Well, I got a lot of suggestions, but they're all Republican, and I, you, you know your your audience is your audience is not totally Republican. So I know, and and I don't care what they are. I just want to hear people's ideas. Okay, so here are you. Well, okay. Out, outside of the Iron Cage was the United States of America and the Constitution. Max Weber did not know about that. Mm-hmm. It was Max Weber talked about his iron cage long before the Constitution. All right. You know, I'm looking to solve these problems. If you can contribute to solutions, I am open. That people that are constitutionalists Mm -hmm. are the people that are on the outside of the bird feeder of the iron cage. They are looking for support. Those okay. are the kinds of people. All right. And you I will have go after in your show. Yep. You do. You do. 
You do. And you ask pertinent questions. You ask pertinent questions. You're, you're the best at that. And that's good. I, but I do believe in my heart of hearts, Todd, you need to take a stand and feed the outside of the uh, bureaucracy because you have the audience and you have the intellect to understand that. I'm, All right, I'm Frank. You're going to what? I'm going to hang up now unless you want to ask me questions. No, that's all right. I I would like if you, I would like if you have any thoughts to uh, drop me a note or whatever, so I can pursue things because I don't exactly know where to turn to pursue the thing you're talking about. What I do every day is study the government, try to get more lucid in my ability to understand their corruption and how they rob us. Let me just can I can I just say this real quick? Okay. You study the government from inside the iron cage and mm-hmm. i agree most heartily with most of the things that you're saying most heartily especially what's going on with lamont and what's going on with the uh employee unions and our deficit mm-hmm. and deficits and all that stuff i agree with you 100 percent 100 percent i don't I, I don't know that i have the intellect but maybe you do there, there are things different. There are ways to do different things that don't hurt regular people in the in the Connecticut. And everything that Lamont does supports union employees, the lesser people, but not the taxpayers. Right. There's got to be a way to get out of that maze. There is. I think, but the trouble I, I is. Hope you're the guy. I do you want you to be the guy? I would. I would vote for you. Well, for so what? Well, so what? I. I don't want to run for anything. I just want to keep doing what I'm doing. But I want to go down the path you're talking about, and I do believe that I'm starting to collect some of the ideas. The challenge is that the system has been so effectively rigged by the Democrats. That is, they use so much of our money to buy their votes that it's hard for somebody else to come in and say, look what they're doing. They're scamming the system, and they've, they've, they're running a fake democracy. Because then, because then all those voters break. will turn against whoever is telling them the truth. I know. It doesn't, I, I agree with you 100%. 100%. But I do have we, ideas we for things that could be... To tell I, the truth. I, not, what's that? Not... not uh, sell ads or whatever. We need you as a spokesman because I think you have the intellect. And yeah, the well, that's what I'm doing. I'm, I don't spend any time selling ads. The ad people you know, sell the ads. Okay. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. No, I love you. I, I listen to you every day. You and I have talked yes. numerous times. Lots of times. I think that you have the capability of putting the bird feeders outside of the iron cage. <laughs> and and uh, Go ahead. Yeah. I'm, I'm, no, I'm no, you go. Up. Finish up. No, no. I, I think you're the, you're you speak very eloquently. I'm not eloquent. I get there. There are great candidates that are running that get no airtime. That don't. There are great candidates <laughs> that need your help. 
Yeah, I don't know who they are. I I, I welcome uh, the air, I open the airwaves to anybody who's a great but, candidate yeah, and anybody. Can do. They can all come on. They can all come okay. on. Just tell them to okay. call. No, no. Tell, ask, call Ann Minuski from the CTRA. Mm-hmm. Put her on your station. Okay. Connecticut Republican Assembly. Put her on. Put other people on that are that know that the backbone of our country is our Constitution. Okay. Frank, let me just tell you one thing. I'm going to hold you right there. I thank you so much for, uh, for saying this to me. That certain people, even Republicans, virtually no Democrats will come on with me because I will tell them the truth about who they are and ask for their explanation. And none of them is prepared to, or few of them. We had one this week, and it didn't, you know, it worked out great for us because we got to see how completely unprepared the Democrat Party nominee for state treasurer is. Uh, unprepared for anything, even simple questions. All he wanted to do was come on the air and talk uh, utter bibidi babo. The word I go back to Ed Markey, the, the senator from Massachusetts when I was a kid, when I worked for him, when I was in college. And... Um, yeah, it's bibidi babo. They just talk nonsense, and they they clearly have nominated this guy because he is um, because he has certain credentials that don't have anything to do with his ability to do the job. So uh, Republicans, the reason I'm saying this about how the Democrats won't come on, most Republicans won't come on either because I don't want to hear a lot of nonsense from them either, and I'm trying to find those answers. I, you know, my my fault, I think, is not that I'm trying to sell ads or anything. It's just that I lack imagination. I'm not trained in smelling out criminal conspiracies. I'm not experienced in dealing with criminal conspirators. But the people who run the government in the state of Connecticut, probably in every state and certainly in the federal government, are criminal conspirators in the defrauding of America, in robbing us blind and destroying our society so that they can win elections. And that's why people like Ned Lamont infuriate me, because he's a dope with a lot of money who the Democrats, because they don't care as long as they have power, decided to make the nominee for them so that they could let him pay for his own election and they could use the money for other things. So all I, you know... What I do is I search. So I've got some things. I've, I'm developing ideas for actual proposals that are easily made and easily executed that wouldn't change our system of government and would actually deliver benefits to people. I have the ideas that would transform people's lives. It's so simple. It's unbelievable. But because the people who hold elective office are in the business of robbing us blind, they don't like to mess with the way anything works because the way things work is set up in such a way that they get their vig thank you frank for the call great to talk with you and for your kind words sal and canton hi sal hi uh, good afternoon i want to comment on this previous caller i agree with so much that he said especially when he's when he made mention of the fact you have the audience mm-hmm. but the question becomes how for how long i mean you have to keep one thing in mind this program is for the listeners, not the, not the uh, host. 
and without the listeners, you don't have an opportunity. Well, of course. If you, if you tack on the number of minutes that you talk and preach from the pulpit, and then add on the minutes for all the commercials that TIC has, it's unbelievable. There's very little time for the listeners, and that's not right or fair. And it's a big difference and change in TIC's environment for, since I started listening to it uh, some years ago. And I'm all, I'm all done. Well, the format is the uh, <laughs> the uh, the format is the same, and I put virtually every caller on the air. So I'm not sure what else I can do. Sometimes I just want to talk, and I go on and on like I did during the first hour today because I just want to sort things out and and uh, bring people for a ride and i don't know if i don't know if people enjoy the ride or go along with it but all the feedback i get is good so i you know i don't know how to be the perfect radio host for you and um all i can say is i try my hardest to be entertaining and i give everybody their chance to get their voices heard because that is an important part of the program one of the one of the interesting things when you are a host on the radio and like what frank said before frank didn't do it a, a dramatic rendition of it but he just did it a few minutes ago so i think it's noteworthy and that is where he he made assumptions about what my motives are like all i'm worried about is selling ads which is consumes approximately zero of my time because that's not my job. My job is just to come on the radio and attract an audience. And other people will accuse me, oh, you're only saying that to get listeners, which is not something I ever do. I don't come on. There's certain people I listen to or I see on talk TV, and I say, oh, he's just saying that because it's so stupid what I hear the person saying, or it's so contrived and so deliberately manipulative that that's the only assumption I can come to. So I realize I'm doing the same thing that I object to, but I just, the things that I get accused of doing as a host and other hosts get accused of doing is not something I do because I get the audience just from being here. And it may not be me. It may just be that the station is such a wonderful station with such a wonderful following that everybody comes and listens no matter what you do. But my goal is to fix the state. That's what I'm doing. I'm trying to save the state. I don't think I can do it myself. I'm trying to play the role that TIC can play, and I'm trying to maximize the power of WTIC to affect change in the state. The state is severely rigged and 90% dismantled in terms of its financial ability to survive and in terms of its politics by one-party rule over the last 40 years, whatever the time period is. And all the ruling party cares about is how to solidify power, and every decision they make is meant only to solidify their own own hold on power and it's neglectful of anything having to do with good government or uh, the constitution or responsible leadership and they don't care because they don't have to and you're right we have to learn to make them and i want to learn to make them but i'm not quite sure how to do it yet but i do look to mobilize this great signal and its legacy audience in order to reach that goal 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. something from the Todd Feinberg show listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast I love these notes that come in now I got I just got an email from Ron DeSantis came in at 4 16 p.m. you want to hear what my buddy Ron said to me he said, friends, isn't it funny that, that opening, like nobody who's your friend ever calls, calls you up and says, Hey friend, or writes you a note, dear friend, only people who you don't know. So if you're writing somebody a form letter and you want to make them think you're their friend, you don't say friend. Anyway, he says, when I was elected in, in a governor in 2018, I knew I was up for a challenge. I knew we would lead the nation with a bold agenda, but I had no idea the forces we'd be up against. I had been fighting against the Obama administration's rejection of the principles of our country. The Biden administration is even worse. That sentence is bold, as is this one. Over the last three and a half years, I have fought for Floridians on every front and secured Florida's standing as America's beachhead of freedom. We have continued to fight for Floridians each and every day. We stood up against the corporate media, against bureaucrats like Fauci, and against Brandon himself. To keep the state of Florida open, to protect people's jobs, and to save businesses, we rejected mandates for COVID jabs. We made it illegal in the state of Florida to force a student in our school system to get a COVID shot they don't want. It goes on like this. But... It's interesting that the email came on the same day that the governor had a spectacular press conference today where he fired a prosecutor for, for being somebody who wouldn't uphold the law. You know, a liberal prosecutor decided that certain things were beneath 
living up to, even though they'd been passed by the and made into law by the people's representatives. It's just a little lesson, I guess, in terms of the orchestration of a campaign. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but we do all need to understand that the job of getting yourself elected to a high office, like a governor or presidential kind of position, that there's a level of orchestrated grand scheme marketing that takes place. And that require, requires clarity of message and, and, um, and synchronized messaging. The marketing specific scheme here that's looking for donations. How much would you like to give, by the way? Yes, I'm standing with Governor DeSantis. You're supposed to press that button. And then you say, I'm in. Pledge $50. That's what I think Mark Christopher will select from the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center. 50 bucks for Ron DeSantis. What do you say, Mark? Why not? Yeah, sure. Is he going to shake things up? Yeah, I'm down. I'm down. Let's go. There you go. Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. Oh, it's WTIC. Mark in Berlin we're going to talk to you next. Yeah, hey, Mark. Trying hard to get Yeah. Who are you talking to, Mark? You're from? Um, I'm from Berlin. Can I have you? I don't know what's going on there. I think he's campaigning and calling us from the campaign trail. Dave in Brantford, hi. Yo, Todd. Uh, I would like to say the politically incorrect with uh, the emergency of monkeypox, which I hear is going to be declared as a monkeypox emergency. Yes, it's desperate, the de- this emergency. The Department of Public Health is not, and this is all that it would take. You're not going to see that ad on TV or the media that says for the summer of 22, at least until we put on coats and you cover up your sweaty skin, gay men should stay home. It's that simple. It's that blunt. It is a disease condition that is vectored. I invite your listeners to look up the word vectored, meaning that is the mode of transmission. It is vectored by gay men. Mm-hmm. It is very obnoxious that on the TV Why? news... And- Wait, excuse me a sec. I have to ask a question. Why is it gay men? I was wondering about this. Like, Why wouldn't normal sex do the same thing? Uh, normal sex would, but it mainly is a high frequency of contacts. It's just a, a, a probabilistic event. So it's men and women eight, don't have a high probability of physical contact without clothes mostly on? Not, mostly not eight contacts in one night at the bathhouse. That is fit, <laughs> uh, a, a lifestyle. I okay. once heard, I'd like to say this once, on David Suskind, way back in 84, wow. he had a, a, a debate and uh, the uh, the priests and the pastors were arguing with the gay rights activists, and uh, the gay rights said there it's theirs is a lifestyle, and the pastors respond it's not a lifestyle, it's a death style, and mm-hmm. I, I always liked that. I thought that was a pretty catchy uh, explanation. And the last thing I want to leave you with: when we had AIDS and COVID, they emphasized you couldn't catch it from a toilet seat. Mm-hmm. You, I dare say, you won't get any health experts that are going to say you can't get monkeypox from the toilet seat. You know you can. Well, wait till the CDC announces it. <laughs> uh, thanks for the time, sir.
Good to talk with you, as Bye. always, Dave. 860-522-9842. Michael Goldstein joins us. He is a medical doctoro, and he's a candidate for Congress. Hello, Mike. Hi, how are you? Do you go by Mike, or is it Michael? Michael's good. Michael is good. Tell us about the campaign. The primary is coming up, so yeah. I assume you have opponents. Yes, the, the, the primary is, is next Tuesday. It's a Republican primary. It's a fourth congressional district, which goes from, from Greenwich to Bridgeport, and it goes north up to Oxford and pretty much you know, along the Merritt Parkway and all the way up to, Ridge, to Ridgefield. So it's about 17 towns. My opponent is a Jamie Stevenson who's from Darien, and uh, we're very different candidates, to say the least. How would you describe your difference from her? Okay, well, I'm my background. I'm not a professional politician. I haven't had a career in politics. I've been a, a physician, and later in life became a lawyer. I've also been a medical society president, and I've you know I've, so I know a lot about how politics work from the you know lobbying side. And uh, and we're all, I'm also more conservative. We have different views on a, a lot of different areas. I I am somebody that's a pro two A kind of person, and uh, she's not. I'm somebody that. Uh, thinks that the Roe v. Wade decision was actually a good one because it returns power from the Supreme Court to the people, and then the Hallelujah. people get Hallelujah! Thank you for saying that. You're welcome. Keep going. I just had to get that out of my system. No, no, that was good because, you know, like people, a lot of people have misinterpreted what it means. They think it's like the end of the world, the sky is falling, you know, you know and yet what it really says is the Supreme Court says, we don't write laws. Legislators, right? Legislators. It was a laws. mistake back then, 50 years ago, when they jumped in and decided this was up to them to decide. And as, as Justice Scalia said in interviews, it's no tragedy if it's not the Supreme Court's jurisdiction. That just means it belongs in the hands of the states. Yeah. Absolutely, it, it, it does. And uh, you know, the other thing that's happened to me today is, uh, you, know, col you know, columnist Dick Morris actually endorsed me with today. So it's yeah. wow. Yeah, he is a columnist, and he's a book writer, and he's a political consultant, I guess. Exactly. But that's good. He endorsed you. We had him on last week. He's pretty fun to talk to. Yeah, he is. What do you did his poll? He he announced poll results last week on the U.S. Senate race, which showed it tighter than you might have imagined. With Blumenthal, I think with a seven or eight point lead, uh, but but how did he tell you anything on on your district and give you no no he didn't news? tell me we you know we had a conversation and we talked about the issues and he he read about both of us and then he uh, you know, and then the following day because I spoke to him yesterday and the following day he sent an email a letter a letter of endorsement and uh, which we've posted on Facebook and That's Instagram awesome. and on and you know is he in your district he lives in. He lives in Reading, right? Is that your district? Yes, he does. Is that is that your district? Is that the Yes, uh, it is. Reading is, Reading is in Reading, Reading is part of the district mm -hmm. as is Ridgefield, as is Wilton and Weston and Monroe and Easton and you know that all those towns up there and Shelton, mm -hmm. part, part of Shelton and Oxford. Awesome. And what do you feel as you're out campaigning in terms of how the how the politics at the grassroots level might be different than what you imagined? 
Well, you know, I, I had to get petitions signed to get on the ballot. So in the process, we actually, you know, we spoke to about 35,000 35, people, a little over 10% signed our petitions. We had 3,700 people signing. Uh, who thought they were Republicans are only about 2450 that were actually Republicans. And the, the grassroots is that there's a, there's a very tremendous disgust with the, what they, what we know, what I call the career politician, because mm. the career politician is really loyal to the party, you know, the party establishment in Washington. Yes. And not loyal to the voters. And since our democracy is based on a government by the people and for the people, when the loyalty of the elected official is not to the people who elect them, then people feel, you know, they're not they're unhappy because they feel the democracy is not really working. Well, I think that's we can see that played out right now. I would I would look at the loyalty first as to the constitutional structure of the country, and then to the people. But I'm just nitpicking. But I, I think it's important that. That to say that I think the the party organizations interfere with all those relationships that we would prefer come first. And I would agree. I agree with you. And so, so that's a real problem, and I think we're seeing it manifest now. That for the excuse of party loyalty, people are trashing the Constitution and and the best interests of the state and and the country. Well, I think that's unacceptable. I think that people that, that, you know, that are elected have to say to themselves, well, I was sent to Washington by the people uh, who voted for me and by the people of my district, and I have to work for them because that's, that's why I'm there. And if you don't believe that that's what you're supposed to be doing, then you're the, you're, you're the wrong person for the job, at least in my, in, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. We're yeah, talking to Dr. Michael Goldstein. He's running for Congress in the 4th District. I'm sorry, go ahead, Mike. Yeah, no, so I mean, I, I think that that's the whole, the whole idea. So, if, you know, as somebody who's, you know, lived a life and had a career and doing something else and met as a doctor, I mean, I'm not looking to be, I'm not looking for a career, I'm not looking for a job, but I, I'm absolutely fed up with what's going on in this country. I think that mm -hmm. we're really heading in such a bad direction that if we don't put the brakes on it fairly quickly, we may reach the point of no return. Yeah. And I think that the people that are going to go to Washington and this you know, next cycle need to be very aggressive in stopping the Biden administration's insanity, and I think that we need to do everything possible to, um, you know, that we can, including, you know, if we're assuming we get a Republican majority in the, in the Congress, we can start hearings. If we have really bad actors, which I think Mayorkas is a good example, we can look into whether or not there's enough there to, to do an impeachment and really start to for, put pressure, you know, on the Biden administration to stop what they're doing. I mean, what's going on is insane. We have a tremendous amount of oil and natural gas reserves. We could not only not only be energy independent, which is what we should be, which would and drop the price of oil back to you know what it was before this nonsense happened, and we could also become a net. We could be exporting natural gas and, and oil to you know third world countries to Europe, which would give us a huge amount of political leverage because they would become dependent on our oil. And in addition, it would bring a tremendous amount of money into our economy, create jobs. You know, and, and instead of having a recession and inflation, we would have prosperity and uh, and and reasonable inflation, or reasonable, you know, or no inflation. Yes, that would be better. All right, how do people find you online? Uh, www.goldseaforcongress.com is, is one place they can find me on Facebook uh, at uh, that's Dr. M Goldstein in, in, in Instagram, Dr. Michael Goldstein. 
Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, and Goldstein, I'm sorry, Goldstein for Congress is Facebook. Michael Goldstein is also Facebook. Instagram is Dr. Michael Goldstein. Uh, Twitter is Dr. M. Goldstein. And, uh, and, and if you're a Republican and you think the way I do, remember on August 9th to go to the primary and vote. I like how you did that at the end, all the social media stuff, because you got to say your name like 30 times. And that's how many impressions I think it takes for people to remember. Good luck. Next Tuesday, so Michael Goldstein, nice to have you here again. Okay, bye. Take care. That is Dr. Michael Goldstein, in case you didn't gather. Mark, you there? Are you Nancy? I, I apologize. I actually thought I'd met you before. That's why. I... No, I never did. Okay, oh, I Mark, he's doing it again. Yeah. He's still joke. talking to her. He's knocking on doors, and he's calling the station. I don't want to get off a bad foot. I might be your next big thing. That's beautiful. That's Mark running for office. Mike in Plainville, hi. I'm a Jesse Kelly kind of a guy. Get to the point. Don't ask me how I am, you know. That's, they, they, they wait for a response. What's your question? What's your comment? You know, you give people enough time on the air to express their viewpoints, contrary to the man that called earlier. He's out of line. Well, he was just giving his opinion. I, I, we can survive his opinion. We can survive it, but you know what? We have so much going on in this country. I mean, we have a governor that looks like he slept in a sleeping bag behind Ben and Jerry's on Cape Cod and got up and walked to his office, that picture, two weeks ago in Hartford. He's got his hands in his pockets. He doesn't exemplify a strong governor. Are you talking about about when he was in West Hartford and went over to Arethusa? Oh, when he was in downtown Hartford, they opened that new donut shop. Oh, yes. Show any strength or exemplify any type of leadership. Yeah, well, he doesn't do strength, Mike. He can't show what he doesn't possess. He doesn't have any strength. What can you show if you don't have it? There you go. I had a, a person the other day make a comment. Well, what do you think about this and that and Brittany Griner? I said, have you ever been to Russia? Do you know how far away Russia is from here? Are we talking Western, Central, or Eastern Russia? Six, seven thousand miles. Do I really care? No. We have, we have floods. We have corruption. We have people climbing over the borders with weapons and drugs. I don't care. That's my new stock response to people. I don't all right, care. Mike. Uh, you're all fired up. I like it. You did a good little rant there. Thank you, sir. Nice to hear from you. 860-522-9842. So or just before I, I got on the air, I flipped the TV to MSNBC, and they were talking about Alex Jones, so I turned on the recorder, and this is what I went in on. Those who are brought into court aren't allowed to do. They wouldn't turn over documents, even though this court made repeated uh, orders for him to do so. This is why he's facing these default judgments. And now, as Harry said, this is just a matter of how much money these plaintiffs and other plaintiffs who have gotten default judgments are going to get as a result of the heinous conduct of Alex Jones. I love these ranting TV shows with multiple people giving their opinions. It's really interesting occasionally to hear them talk for short periods of time. So, Ellie, as we've been discussing, the January 6th committee wants to see these texts. What are they looking for? Well, I think they want to see any communications between Alex Jones and anyone around Donald Trump. We've had reporting that there was communications between Alex Jones and Roger Stone. I mean, imagine what is in Excuse those. me, intimate language I, between them. Yeah, I'm not so. quite sure what that means. Me but uh, 
Who knows? I'm sure January 6th committee members will find out. But Alex Jones is one of the, was one of the biggest and continues to be one of the biggest purveyors of the lie that underlies all of this, the lie of election fraud. He aggressively pushed it, actually similar to the way he pushed the lie about Sandy Hook. This is what he does. This is his M.O. And I think what the committee wants to see is, was there any coordination, any connection between those lies coming from Alex Jones and from people in the White House around Donald Trump? So I found this interesting because what they're accusing him of doing is pushing stories that are false. And I'm not sure what exactly is wrong with doing that under our system of government where all ideas, the, the theory of free speech is you allow all ideas and then we assume the bad ideas will fall into disuse, just like any other product, and the good ones will rise to the top. So what happened to our confidence in free speech? That's, that's what I'm wondering about. 860-522-WTIC. Call the rant line. We'll play some rants coming up. 860-751-4698. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 